You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Well, people usually want to keep their eyes closed when they looked at me. And that, folks, is how I think we're going to start Geekiest Show ever this week. Um, um, we got things going on here, and we're hoping Melissa will join us here uh, soon. But, you know, we're... Uh, you know, people have lives. We're trying to get stuff done, and she—I think the last text we got, she's trying to get her mother-in-law's phone set up and going. And so, uh, in, you know, setting up somebody else's phone is always so much fun, um, especially when you're trying to, you know, get it the way they want. And you know, anyway, she'll she'll be here eventually. And Kevin is—I uh, guess his daughter has a, a friend over, and so he's kind of had to leave his podcasting studio for. Uh, the, uh, so he won't be here. So it's just uh, Elisa and I today, and so we're gonna carry on. Like I said, hopefully uh, Melissa will be uh, here soon. But uh, um, it's a terrible twosome. Sure. Um, I don't know. I might be terrible. You're not that bad. Uh, <laughs> Annie, Thanks. Sure. Uh, Thanks with a question mark. <laughs> backhanded compliment. Yeah. Okay. You're not as bad as people say you are. Oh, oh thanks. I, yeah. No, I didn't come out right at all. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll uh, uh, you know as we usually do, we'll uh, uh, I guess talk about the weather. I shouldn't say lament, but our weather is fine yet. I know you know that uh, the days of summer are waning here. You know, I have about three ends <sighs> of summer here. Yeah, the first end of summer is when the school starts. And that was about a week and a half ago. So you know, now we're back to the schedule, regular schedule of school, where uh, I have to be there at like five thirty in the morning for two weeks, and then starting uh, mon- uh, Tuesday, it'll be two weeks of starting at two o'clock, getting off at ten thirty at night, and that usual drudgery. And so it makes. Uh, Trying to get together with people for podcasts sometimes kind of interesting, especially on my other one, Sci-Fi Tech Talk, where we try to do it during the week sometimes. But if I'm working at night, you know, it just makes scheduling interesting. Okay, then the second end of summer is the traditional end of the summer holiday season, which is Labor Day, because you know then uh, you know that usually signals the end of you know uh, summer vacation and people going back to work and everything else. And then the you know later in this month there will be the uh, the official end of summer when we switch over to fall aptly you know aptly named because my feelings start to fall my mood starts to fall uh the leaves start to fall you know everything it's all that depressing snow stuff starts to, to fall. fall oh quit swearing damn it i believe uh, me believe me <laughs> I know Kevin's doing his happy dance, and like we said in the text the other day, he's probably running naked through the fields right now. Oh, thank you. Another image I got to burn out of my head. Oh, Lord. That's going to. Well, like I told you when I sent that text yesterday, the snowblowers are in Lowe's. <laughs> and I said, yeah. Mike and I are weeping. Yeah. And Kevin is running naked through the fields. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Okay. Everybody, you, you can thank Elisa for that imagery there, people. But yeah. anyway. Okay. Everybody, stop listening. Wash your brains out with soap. Resume listening. It might take bleach. I don't know. That's, <laughs> it, that's pretty strong. But uh, we right, love you, Kevin. Yes, we do. Yes, we got to give you crap somehow. Um, but actually, the weather you know around here isn't too bad. I think it's been in the seventies most of the day. Um, we went to uh, the uh, uh, state fair yesterday, and it was actually pretty good there. I think it maybe got up to about eighty. And if you were in the shade, it wasn't too bad. The sun was a little bit warm. Um, but, um, and so it was pretty good. We went around, we spent a lot of money and, uh, because fair food is so economical 
good lord. Um, really? Yeah. Well, we paid ten. It was good, but we paid ten dollars for uh, uh, steak nachos. It would have been good. Uh, good at five. At ten, that you know, it should have been like really freaking awesome. But um, it wasn't too bad. But you know, you're gonna pay through the nose for all that stuff there. Um, Just like going to a sporting event. Yeah. Anything. Crazy. I, I know they got to make their money to. Uh, um, you know, to, to, to do their business and everything, but um, it gets a little bit crazy. But, uh, yeah, so we did that, and we had our fun and looked at everything. I posted lots of pictures of tractors and um, uh, everything, and then we uh, um, saw some enter- free entertainment at the stage. And uh, so, yeah, we had a really good time. I'm trying to multitask here for you people who can't tell i think i may have just accidentally installed a god damn it i installed a toolbar (laughs) (laughs) well i'm trying to get weather underground Um, here and i must have read it too quickly uh oh oh crap i'll have to uninstall it i was trying to bring up weather underground some other thing came up and this is what i get for trying to multitask focus on one thing at a time anyway like i say i think the uh Weather here is not going to be too bad. I'll look at it on my damn phone here. Um, but uh, I think it's supposed to be 70s, 80s the rest of this week. Hopefully it's going to maybe rain Tuesday. Yeah, they're saying 80% chance of rain Tuesday. I hope so. But it looks like uh, yeah, highs in the 70s, that's not too bad. Lows in the 50s. So uh, that's not, that's pretty good weather for here. I mean, that's comfortable. I can deal with that. It's um, you know starting to cool off a bit, but that's not too bad i can i can live how are the, the weather in uh, new york there oh it's been eh eh about of course you have to understand it's nice for most people but it's not when you have a pool it's too cold but it's you know if you like 70s you know 70s it's it was a nice week but not pool weather it was finally pool weather today about mid-afternoon once the clouds went away because it looked like it might storm and there was a chance of storms. It got to about 81 today, um, had company today, you know, family was over, so we were in the pool for a little bit. Tomorrow's supposed to be 91. And then, like you, Mike, we're supposed to have rain on Tuesday, which is new. That wasn't like that earlier in the week. Earlier in the week, they said that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday this week was supposed to hit almost 100. Now they've kind of backtracked and now it's about 90. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we're talking 60s. Ooh. Temperature is going to drop severely and then into the lower 70s, just rain. So next Sunday, if you hear really, really loud crying <laughs> around 10 or 11 o'clock Eastern time, that's me because our pool will be officially closed. Ah, so the weeping and gnashing of teeth and everything will just be mm-hmm. you as uh, you're playing taps over your pool, you know, um, bidding it farewell for the season. Yeah, that is, that is the, the sad time of year. Like I say, for me, it's, uh, you know, the leaves are turning because I know what's coming. And I, okay, mm-hmm. I, I know I lived in South Dakota here for 56 years. I know what's coming, but. Uh, I know one of these days I want a job where I'm not the guy moving the snow, but I guess I should just try to ignore it for the time being because it's not here yet. Um, we'll live, but, um, you know, I'd rather have it cold and dry. We had that happen. What was it? Three winters ago where we had hardly any snow. It's the most snow we had was in March. 
And because we had that last hurrahs of snowstorm that pushed us over the edge of being the least amount, the season with the least amount of snow, it made us number two instead of number one that year. But it all came in March. Every time it snowed, it would snow for a few inches, it would go away. Snow for a few inches, it would go away within a couple of days. So it was cold, not horribly cold, but it was cold. But it was great because the thing I can't stand about snow, you're tracking into the house, you're tracking it into the stores, you, you know, it's slippery to drive. It's, and plus, when you have those really huge snow banks, as many people know, when you're trying to pull out of a, like, say, a parking lot or something, mm. you can't see. Yep. And you're creeping out and you're creeping out and you're creeping out and you're halfway in the road praying that someone just beeps at you if you're in their way because you can't see. Right. And, you know, for me, I'm the guy that's got to move the snow. And like I said, I don't know which is worse, the snow or the cold, because at the school, I'm the guy that everyone talks to about uh, uh, the uh, temperature of their rooms. I'm cold, so I have to try and deal with it. And for the most part, it's not too bad. But, you know, when things get a little funky and a little weird and I'm trying to deal with stuff. And so, yeah, I don't know. I just uh, I'll put on my big boy pants and, you know suck it up and you know i'll live with it uh, i'm i have so far but yeah we don't have a choice yeah that's true i but guess i'm telling you when we were in my husband and i were in new york city in january earlier this year when the northeast had a massive cold wave i have never been so cold in my entire life <laughs> i wore a hat i never wear a hat i had on a hat i had on a scarf i had on two layers of gloves it was so cold. I've never in my life experienced cold like that. And we normally walk all over New York City. We get to our hotel and we just walk everywhere. We took the subway. Hmm. It was so cold. <laughs> yeah. And we've had times up here when it's been 30 below and the wind's howling. So, yeah, I, 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 I'm used to it. I just don't like it. But, uh well, and, and speaking of things that, you know, somebody may not like, I, I understand you're a little slightly perturbed because Apple's doing away with their printing service. Can you enlighten us a little bit? I yeah. guess I saw something about it. but Yeah. A lot of people aren't too happy. Um, every year I always make a calendar for my father and my parents. Um, I've made books. In fact, I just made a book uh, for my son and daughter-in-law of pictures of their wedding. And they were over today. They were like, oh, my God, they loved it. They absolutely loved it. She's like, I'm she goes, I'm holding this like it's so precious. I'm like, that's because it is. But they do such a beautiful job. So when you open photos and you go to create a project, it'll say it'll give you this pop up in case you haven't already seen it. And it says um, download a photos project extension from the Mac app store to create books, cards, calendars, prints, or reprint an existing project. You'll also discover a variety of new services available through project extensions for final purchases using the existing built-in service, place your orders by September 30th, 2018. And then you can either continue and create your project or you open the app store. So I'm opening the app store now. And some of these options I don't like, like I've used Shutterfly, I've used, um, Snapfish, and they're not bringing me. This is okay. They didn't bring me to the options. They brought me to the homepage. Okay. So that's not terribly helpful. No. Um, I know one of them is there's motif photography is one of them that's on this page. I don't know why they didn't bring me to the actual options, but I know there's a there's that is so weird. 
don't know why they did that. But anyway, um, so that's what's going to happen when you um, try to make a project with photos. So I would strongly recommend that if you're going to play, if you were planning on making a calendar for this year or a book or anything like that, do it before the 30th. Yes, the Apple Books and projects are more expensive. I think I paid $30 for that photo book. Yeah, you can get it cheaper elsewhere. But the quality is so good that I have no problem paying that much money. Well, let's see. I haven't uh, – the only thing I've had printed up last year, it, it was sort of a vanity thing. But Google had sent me something about uh, uh, printing up a book. And so – I took a bunch of the photos that I'd taken and made a nice little book out of it. And I didn't think it was too bad a book. Now, I don't have have an Apple one to compare it to, but, you know, I thought that turned out pretty good. And it was fairly simple. Maybe this year I will, I don't know, maybe I'll try and make up a calendar or something. I'll see. Uh, But, um, you know, I thought it came out too bad. And it was like, was it 12 bucks or something like that? I didn't think the price was too bad. And it was a... uh, Four by six? No, this this was a larger book. Actually, the page finally popped up. There's Mimeo photos. There's Motif. There's Shutterfly photo books. There's Fuji film print and gifts. There's Wix photo albums. There's MPix photo prints, Presto photo templates, White Wall, and Good Times collages. Good Times, you have to pay $20 to download, and it doesn't have very good rating. Actually, most of these don't have very good ratings. Uh, some of these I understand. I haven't looked at them, to be honest, but some of these I understand are only if you want to do like an online photo album that you want to share with people. And some of them don't give you the uh, flexibility in designing your pages that Apple does. So that's going to be. I'm going to have to like start paying attention to what people post as far as what they use to make calendars and books. Um like I said, I I had no problem paying the price Apple charged because the quality was so good. Right, and I found my my uh, Google book here, and I think it without. Oh, I got to take measure right here, but I think it's an eight by eight. I think it's uh, or a seven seven by seven uh, book, and like I say, I think it was about twelve dollars. And the quality, you know, it's uh, I don't know how much of that you can see there, but the quality is pretty good. Uh, Glued, I think, not stapled, but you know the the pictures. Uh, you know, it's pretty simple, uh, but you know, I thought it was for my you know what I do. I thought it was pretty good, but yeah, we're gonna have to. Um, you know, anybody who does that will have to look around, I guess, and see. Because I know there's been a lot of people that have sworn by, you know, the Apple uh, the Apple print service and what they've done and their quality and everything else, and it's integrated into. Um, uh, the Apple Photos, right? Mm. I've never used it. See, I'm looking at. I bought. Where's the one that I bought? I bought the classic, and the classic is eight and a half by eleven for thirty dollars. Okay. And then you can also get it thirteen by ten. They have a square book that's eight by eight or ten by ten, and they have a soft cover book which is either eight by eight or eight by six. I said, I bought the $30 one that was eight and a half by 11. It gives you 20 pages and then 99 cents for each extra page. But I stuck it with the 20. And what's also cool is it gives you a flap, a dust cover. And you can, what, what is, so what it does is whatever p- picture you choose for the front and the back, 
is on the dust cover, but it's also on the hardcover book itself. And then on the flap on the inside and back cover, so the front and the back cover, they gave you a little room for just a small little picture. So I put a picture in there too, but that is not on the hard copy. That's just on the flap, those okay. two smaller pictures. But um, yeah, I'm really, I'm going to miss it. I sh- you know, it's my own fault. I should have made more. What a lot of people do is at the end of the year or maybe January, they'll put together a book of highlights from the previous year. Oh. You know, whether it's travel or family or weddings or, you know, whatever, however they decide to work it out they make one for each year. And it's like, I really should have done that. I mean, I still could. Right. I could just say, these are from 2015. These are, and then order a book. These are from 2016 and order a book. I doubt I will, but I know I do want to make one for the wedding. Right. And, you know, maybe I should, um, you know, maybe I should do something like gather up, do some, uh, photo books for the kids. Maybe, uh, pictures mm-hmm. that they have of them yeah. over the years and um maybe that could be a christmas present for them um because they're getting old enough now um that something like that would probably be relevant and probably work um and also uh if you have pictures of your family you know aunts uncles grandparents things like that even if it's people that they've never met because you know they passed away before the kids were born just to show them their history you know for genealogy purposes you know, this was your great grandmother. This was your uncle. You know, if you have that kind of, if you have those photos, right? Yeah, I got a bunch of, and I should, you know, yeah, I should sit down. My sister gave me a uh, <clears throat> photo album with uh, uh, that was my mom's, I think it was, and so, um, and she's trying to declutter her, her life a little bit too. So she gave it to me. Thanks, Lois. Um, but uh, yeah, so I've got a uh, photo album there. So I should like. Trans make digitize it, so then maybe I can pass it on to somebody else. Um, but digitize it, and then yeah, do something like that. So you know, this is your because my my uh, kids have never uh, never got to meet my dad. So you know, I should get some photos of them and some things like that to so they would kind of get to know him a little bit. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, just some stuff like that. And so yeah, that's something. Another list thing I should add to my list of things that I should do. Um, That's exactly it, though. Add it to the list. Yes. Okay. Okay. I finally found the Google here. Um, let's see. You can. They start at nine ninety nine, and hardback books cost uh, nineteen ninety nine. Um, yeah, and I. Of course, that's from a year ago, but. Uh, yeah, so I mean, there's plenty of services out there, and it'll just be interesting to see if anybody's had some experience with other services. It would be, you know, fun to find out what, uh, you know, what now, success. Your Google book, did you put it together, or did they put it together for you? Did they say we think these pictures? Because that's what I had well, heard that they say to well, you, these are the pictures that represent you. Well, they can do that if you just want to do it the quick and easy way. Uh, but no, I went through and picked them, and okay. picked, and I was able to put. Uh, and I kind of screwed up because I don't know if you can see on this front cover the flag up here is chopped yeah. off, and yeah. so that was me cropping it. I didn't do it properly. I was a little too quick on doing that. But you can pick your photos. You can crop them if you want. Uh, you can decide which ones go on what pages. Um, so, you know, I went through the whole thing, and I, like I said, that was oh, last winter. So it's been almost probably about nine months ago, I suppose, I did it. 
Um, I should check and see if Amazon does that because I have Amazon photos. Let me. It's always a pain to try to get there. Um, Amazon Drive. Amazon Photos. Okay. Here we are. Okay. Um, Amazon Prints. I wonder if can you do a book? Calendars. Cards. Photo gifts. Prints. Oh, you can. You can do a photo book. Okay. Hardcover photo book. Because I get a lot of photos on Amazon, too. And first they want me to sign in. Oh, everything is running slow because of Skype. <laughs> it's just thinking about it. This makes excellent podcasting. Okay, oh, sure. here we go. I mean, I've used, I think I had a coupon once for, it was either Snapfish or Shutterfly, I can't remember. So I made a book, and I just thought it was awful. The quality was just so blah. Okay, so for Amazon, it says I have two projects going. I don't recall that. It says select a book design starting at $21.99, 20 pages included, two additional pages for $1.50, and that is for an 8.5 by, I'm sorry, 8 by 11. You can do a five by seven soft cover for eight ninety nine, an eight by eight hard cover for seventeen ninety nine, uh, twelve by twelve for thirty nine ninety nine. That might be something to look at. And this one here, um, yeah. So my, oh, I, nice. I looked up the order for my my book that I got here. So it was soft cover, uh, twenty eight pages. Um, so it was like twelve uh, seventy nine plus economy shipping, uh, and and then tax. It came to seventeen, just about eighteen dollars, basically. Mm. Okay. Uh, and uh, I can't remember if there was different. Uh, it was so long ago. I can't remember. And they do the Google Assistant will say uh, we'll make some suggestions because I've got one here, best of twenty seventeen. Uh, so it'll pull these photos together, and you know, here's some. And so you can pick your layout, and so you know that could be the front cover. And I take a lot of pictures for work, so yeah, I wouldn't. I don't necessarily trust them. Well, that one of Molly's kind of cute there with a sneer on her face. Um, but uh, yeah, so you can, it'll make suggestions for you if you want to do that. But uh, uh, there's actually some decent. Uh, you know, if I go and take a few of these out, this might not be a bad book. Now this, um, I'm just looking at our options here. It doesn't have the template selection that Apple does. It's got four categories called featured, travel and life events, baby, and every day. And some of those are duplicated. So for every day, there's only three different varieties. For baby, there's two. One's a boy, one's a girl. And that's it. Uh, Travel and life events. So you've got Christmas, winter, travel, Explore the world. Um, this one is for a wedding. And this one's for a wedding, this next one. And then featured would be studio, which is one picture per page. Studio multi, which gives you more than one picture a page. Then we're back to festive holiday, what a year. And then a plain design your own. So you don't have the options that Apple does. But I may give it a try anyway. And I'm looking at Google here, and uh, 
I didn't see any of those options. Basically, it's like one photo per page. Um, I don't see a book size here. Uh, or maybe that would be after I uh, submit the photos, maybe it would then... Uh, yeah. Um, and it's free delivery if you have Prime. Oh, yeah, for Amazon. Yeah, so right. that's a few dollars savings. But this says that you can fully customizable from cover to cover up to 150 pages, if you want to go that far, of photos, text, and embellishments. And that's on Amazon, you said. On Amazon. So if I do design your own, if I go make this photo book, all right, let's just see what happens. So I'm doing design your own. Preparing your printing project. Hold on. Okay, so then... Oh, look at the... Oh, okay. Okay, so it looks like what they want you to do is get the photos that you want to use for the project. And then on the left-hand side, it has... Ta not tabs, but like little buttons. For the layouts, the designs, which look like flowers and... Um, Oh, the different templates. Then you have backgrounds. So you've got colors and textures. Then you have embellishments like baby, birthday, friends, pets, holiday, school. And then you can put borders around things and add text. So this looks like it's pretty intense. Like you can really customize this. Okay. And hmm. uh, I think if you want just a straightforward book, because I'm not uh, – well, just looking at Google's here, uh, I think it's just going to be a straightforward book, just a photo to each page. Uh, you can pick your front cover and your back uh, cover. Um, yeah, and I think that's about it. I mean, you can, now you hover over the picture and it will, you can, options on whether you, now if you want it, to be like a full page, it'll crop your picture, and then you have to slide it around to get the perspective that you want. So for each photo, you can have, um, like if you want the full picture on there, it'll be like window boxed, so there'll be spaces on top and the bottom and the sides. And then if you want uh, there to be some space, like then it'll, and I don't know if there's any, I don't see any options for, um, you then you have to slide the picture around to get what you want in that picture. Uh, and so there's one that gives you a border around the outside, and then there's one that will go full page. But again, you are – if so if you have like a rectangle picture, it gives you a square format. And so then you kind of – and I can't see – well, yeah, because then if you were to try and crop it, then uh, you'd be back to your windowed version again. Um, can you zoom? Can you take the picture and zoom in and out? I can't. Uh, I'm trying. No, all I can do is that. I'm zooming the whole web page there. I don't see anything for doing that. Uh, so basically, I guess if you want your full picture, then you go with the uh, the top option, and your uh, unless you shoot a square photo, um, it's going to be. Uh, basically window boxed or whatever the term is that you're going to have dead space around it. Um, now like one for this one picture where Molly's being kind of funny and cute, that might work because, uh, 
Yeah, I mean that. It, so it depends upon a lot upon your photos and how they're laid out. If you go into this taking pictures, um, framing them for um, square photos, then it won't be wouldn't be so bad. Like some of these, I got I take pictures at the school play, and so I have some where there's three people in there. Well, I wouldn't want to crop out any of those people, so I have to go with the the wide format. But um, but you know, if you just want a simple photo. Uh, from what I'm seeing with Google here, if you want just a simple, straightforward book and you're not too particular about the uh, uh, the way it looks, I mean, if you're, not, if you're not super critical about things, then this would probably work for you. But it sounds like, and I might have to explore Amazon too. Maybe I'll have a book printed up there, pick out some of my best. Because that's what I did with this one here. I took what I thought was my best photos, and I've got some here where I've done... Uh, I've done written, I won't call them poetry, but I've written, written things to go with them on the photo. Um, and so I printed them up just because I'm a little bit vain. But um, maybe I'll have to explore Amazon, see if I can maybe you know jazz, jazz it up a little bit. Hmm. Okay, well, okay, that's uh, that has given us something to think about. And like I say, if anybody has... Any experience with anything else, let us know. I'm, I'm sure we'd all be interested to know. But uh, Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then speaking of Apple, uh, they're going to have an event in, what, about 10 days, I guess it is, on, yeah. the, on the 12th. Um, and so, you know, as always, everyone's anticipating what they're going to talk about, although it sounds like a lot of this stuff has been kind of leaked already. Uh, so it looks like, what? Three new i well yeah three new iPhones, and mm -hmm. uh, if they stick with the way they usually do it, this is their S cycle, and I don't know. So would that mean that the it would be the iPhone XS? Is it going to be an XS? Um, that's that's what they're saying. Or is it going to be the the tennis? So is it going to be the tennis version? Um, I mean I don't know. Uh, I'm just being cranky, but then you know everyone made fa uh, fun of the iPad when it came out too. So maybe we'll all get used to it. But I don't know. It just seems mm, clunky, and I I can never remember officially. Is it the X or the ten? It, I think it's the X. Okay, all right, yeah, because I you know, I can't remember. Um, a lot yeah. of people say X. A lot of people say ten. I don't remember yeah. which it is. I would prefer ten. That's uh, me. You're right. But um, I think they're talking about an XS, an X Plus, and then a new 8 Plus, maybe? Uh, let's see here. Uh, this is, I mean, I'm not, Engadget is saying three new iPhones, but yep. they're going to replace the X and the 8, possibly calling it the XS with a 5.8-inch OLED screen. Then a new iPhone X Plus with a 6.5-inch OLED screen. Um, then they're talking, what's the other one? Yeah. See, I don't, you know, to be honest, I just don't pay attention to the rumors. Uh, I know, haven't a lot. And From what I've heard, people think that they're going to do the iPhones and the watch at the September event. And if there's anything to do with new iPads and or new Macs, that will be a separate event in October because they, because they're also have to just uh, reiterate iOS 12 and oh. Mojave. 
yep. in September because usually those would be out either that Friday or maybe by the end of September. So just to remind people, these are all the features you're going to get when you get this new phone, blah, blah, blah. And they don't want to make it six hours. And my feeling is when I watch it, I'll find out. Yeah. And I haven't, um, because at this point, yeah, I mean, it used to be a real thing that everyone would just, what's Apple going to do? And, you know, we were all just, you know, um, on pins and needles just waiting for it. Now, because of, I think, so many leaks, the uh, mystery is kind of gone. And now uh, phones have become more of a commodity because once upon a time, this was like a really special thing. Now it's like, okay, new phone. Um, And for me personally, I got the iPhone 8 Plus almost a year ago. It's still working fine. I still don't have any problems. I think we still have a year to go on our contract yet. And so I really am in no need, and I really kind of don't care um, if there's a new iPhone. And if if this is the S cycle like they usually do, it's it's not going to be revolutionary. It's going to be evolutionary. So they're just going to make changes to the hardware uh, if there's going to be any. And I mean, you know, it'll be tweaks, uh, you know, if anything. Um, So I'm not expecting anything too outstanding. Um, And... There's also a rumor that there could be the Apple Pencil that works with the new phones. Hmm. Um, Again... With the new phones, probably not the old phones. Correct. Yeah, it's because they have to have some way to keep people buying new stuff all the time. I mean, if they were to have a pencil for the current iPhone, that might pique my curiosity a little bit, maybe. Even though I don't do you know that kind of writing on it, but if you could do like scribble notes and have it magically transformed into uh, handwriting, of course, if it could read my handwriting, it would take a supercomputer to. Mm, I uh, hear you. Yeah, um, I can still hear my uh, seventh grade uh, English teacher screaming at me because my penmanship sucked. Sorry, mm. Mrs. Folkstead, but anyway. Um, so yeah, it would uh, that would be kind of interesting, but yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm not all that wound up about this and, you know, possibly a new Apple watch. Um, and I just, again, I just got mine this spring, so I'm in no hurry. And it looks like, uh, they're saying maybe a bigger screen. Uh, they may do away with the, uh, hardware buttons and go, um, where did I see it now? Uh, but, uh. On the watch? On the watch, Yeah. Yeah. And they're also talking about going from 38 to 40 millimeters and 42 to 45. Okay. I, mean, um, I don't want that. I, my, I have a 38. It, it works. I have a small wrist. Like the only thing on me that's small right. is I do, have, I do have a small wrist. Uh, 42 is too big. Uh, I don't know. I, I've got the 42 because, well, I like things bigger. Um, and I don't know. So that would be like three more said from... 42 to 45, so three more millimeters. I don't know what they would do with three more millimeters of space. Uh, I mean, it could be because they're putting in the battery. It could be because if they're getting rid of the buttons, they might need more room for any kind of touch points that you need to do. Sure. Um, uh, I don't know. And like I say, again, I'm happy with my watch. I don't know what they could do. They'd have to do something really fantastic to entice me after, you know, I bought one this spring, and I don't know what it would take to do that. 
it'd have to be something truly magical. But um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, and then possibly a new iPad Pro. But again, um, I got my iPad. I want to say a year ago. I can't remember for sure. Um, and I'm happy with that. I don't. And it's just a regular iPad. It's not a Pro. Um, I again, I can't find a use case to justify a Pro because. The one I bought does everything I want just fine. So, yeah. Yeah. my iPad, I'll have three years in October. I got it for my birthday, but I've been having a problem with the home button, where it doesn't always want to push down anymore. Okay, um, and maybe uh, well, again, I have so many tablets, I use them all, so I haven't really you know super used mine. Spread uh, the wealth. Yes, uh, I I try to make all the tech companies uh, you know happy. I just I just can't do it. We were in we went to Florida. Well, at this point, it's been a week and a half. And what I did is I downloaded things on my iPad for me to watch on the plane. And then I have a I don't even know what size it is, but it's a small Fire tablet, Amazon Fire tablet. And I put an SD card in it, and I downloaded some movies for my husband to watch to and from on the plane. And it was just torture. Using that tablet for anything other than trying – also that Sunday night that we were there, he had – my husband has fantasy football. And I said, well, let's see if we can get you set up on the Fire tablet. It was such torture. I just said, fine, you can use my iPad. Hmm. I'll just watch TV or something. I'll read a book while you take my iPad. Don't touch anything. Right. <laughs> but just what it, so I set it all up for him, and it was so much easier. And now maybe it's because I'm so used to Apple because I've been mm-hmm. using it since 1992. Right. That using something else, it's like using, trying to help him today with his Windows computer. I want to take the c- computer and just throw it against the wall <laughs> because I can't find anything. He goes, Well, how come right. this is happening? I'm like, I have no idea. Why don't you have a Mac? Right. Yeah, and that's part of it, too. And like I say, I have, you know, I dabble, so uh, probably just enough to screw things up real well instead of only partially well. Um, but, uh, yeah, and I get in there and, you know, and I the Fire tablet isn't too bad a tablet. I mean, yeah, it's not going to have probably the performance that the uh, iPad does. And But, you know, for the price, because I got a 10-inch tablet for... How much did I pay for that? Uh, 150, I think it was somewhere in there. Uh, that's not too bad, and the performance no. is okay. Um, I think I paid 35 for mine. Right. Yeah, there you go. 30 yeah. was either 35 or 50. One okay. of the two. It was no more than 50. You're right, and that could be that seven inch one because I have one of those two that I'm kind of using as a Kindle. Um, that one is a little sluggish, uh, even well, even more sluggish than the other one. That one is a to do anything else is a little bit grating, but you know I keep it around because I kind of like it. It's small, I it's small enough that I can fit in something and take with me if I want. Yeah, um, it is. yeah, it's a, it's a handy size, but yeah, it's not going to be no powerhouse. But the price was right on it. Um, so you know I don't, uh, uh, I'm not too harsh on it, but uh, you know, and again, you know, back to Apple. I don't know if there's going to be much more, you know. These, I see something here about the uh, AirPods. Um, so I don't know. Uh, they said don't expect a major upgrade to the AirPods themselves. Um, you know, I want to know about the AirPods. I was thinking, you know, because the kids, they usually get me something music-related for my birthday. 
And I was thinking about asking them for some AirPods. Last year, I got some Beats uh, that I use them every time I go to the gym. I have the wireless Beats. Um, so I was thinking about getting the AirPods. Now, the AirPods, but then if those have the same kind of shape as the ones that you get with the phone, mm-hmm. forget it. No. Because I cannot put those in my ear. They just fall right out. Mine don't necessarily fall out, but it feels like they're falling out. Uh, and that drives me crazy. It just feels like they're hanging there loose. And, you know, I, well, I've developed this bad habit because I have cricks in my neck. So I'm always snapping my head from side to side trying to get things, something to snack, snap back in place. And yes, I don't need my ear pods flying across the room, especially if I'm in a, cleaning a bathroom and I end up going in a toilet. That would just be like mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, I just don't, uh, I, I have never warmed up to the, uh, uh, you're the ones that they send with you, and like say, if like you said, if it's the same design as them, I just don't like it. Um, and besides which, I'm much happier. And you know, this is a special use case I've talked about before. But given my job, I like the bone conducting ones better because it leaves my ears open to hear. Uh, now, obviously, the sound isn't going to be as good as something going directly into your ear, but for the way I work, that works fine. So I have no desire to get the uh, the AirPods. I still think that's kind of a stupid name too. Um, but I see people at my gym wearing them. I should probably just stop them and ask them. Right. Um, yeah. Like, it's not. It's not something I can try on. You know, unless yeah. Apple would let me take because I always keep in my bag a pair of um, wired earbuds just in case. But they have like a little cover on them. Right. So if they could, if I could take that cover off and put them on the earbuds, because I don't want to put, you know, someone's ear in my ear, nor does they want to do it if I put it in my ear. So this way, if I cover it, right. maybe they would let me stick it in my ear to see how it fits, because that's that's a lot of money, and I would hate for my kids to go out and buy it, and then I have to go, nope, don't want them. Well, send that, them back. They don't work. And I was just trying to look up here because I they're yeah okay I was finding it here uh, they they're called. Uh, and there's various ones. This is the first one I came across. But there's one uh, ear buddies. That's uh, buddy is spelled with a Z at the end. Um, that you put over there, and so it'll uh, uh, ear hooks and cover accessories for your ear pods. So it's a little vinyl thing you put over there with a little um, vinyl thing. So it would expand into your ear canal a little bit or you know the outside of your ear canal to maybe hold it in place and uh uh to keep it from falling out or whatever uh i was gonna open this up and send the link to you so you can kind of see what i'm looking at it yeah i'm looking at it now okay yeah um okay i see yeah there's three three pairs for 11.90 but yeah it slips over the end there and then a little vinyl thing so that would uh uh, expand to fit inside your ear, so hopefully it wouldn't fall out, give you that secure feel. So maybe that wouldn't be so bad. Uh, I just don't like that piece that sticks up. Yeah, well, I guess that's what's supposed to, you know, hold it in place. It's supposed to go inside the uh, twirl of your ear there to help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It. And there's probably other things out there too. Um, worse, well, if you're of course, if you buy, you know, because what are ear pods? Two hundred and fifty bucks or something like that. Um, oh no, they're down to about a hundred and twenty.
29, I believe. Oh, okay. Well, it's still... Because they're supposed oh. to be coming out with new, new ones. ones. Okay. Um, uh, I guess Amazon here has them for 144 Okay. Um, okay. But, uh, yeah, I... You could put uh, do something like uh, uh, my favorite uh, hobby stuff, Suguru, um, that uh, vinyl yeah. hardening vinyl stuff. You can put it on there, kind of mold it to your ear, and so you could have you know ones that would fit in your ear. Uh, it would look a little weird, but you know you could do something like that. And there may be a professional uh, solution here that would look better. But uh, yeah, I can see all kinds of. Uh, ear pod accessories here but again i just haven't uh you know if i'm going to do that i'm just going to buy something cheaper that uh would go in my ear and seal out noise i mean i like the beats i'm very happy with them but it would be nice to not have that wire because they just have the wire that goes from the left to the right right but they're bluetooth and they work really well and they connect right away but it'd be nice to make things as minimal as possible. I used to have a pair before I started using the beats of these little earbuds that just, they were just these almost like, um, I guess you would say almost like a hearing aid where you would just put them in your ear canal. They were small and they worked well for about a year. And then I was starting to have connectivity issues with them. Um, they're the kind that you put in the case and you charge the case. Yep. I forgot the, I forgot the brand name of them offhand. Um, and I haven't used them since like last December, so I'd have to give them a good charge if I wanted to try them again. But I liked them. Uh, the only time they did fall out was when I was laying down like on a mat. If I was doing abs or something like that, they would fall out. Um, but they were also the kind that I would never wear on a plane because I would always be so afraid that if they fell out, they would be rolling away. Yeah, and I was trying to find – I had gotten some – I think I would ordered from HSN, but um, similar to that, um, that, yeah, they come in a charging case. Um, well, how far back here do they go? Oh, it's not letting me search the way I want to. But, yeah, basically you have the little – and I did like them because they did have the case, and you could carry them around, and it was easier that way. Um, but yeah, I'm not, not finding them, but yeah. And I kind of like them. They're not because I keep them there. Like when I do like my bone conduction ones, but when I'm like vacuuming or doing something new, noisy at school, uh, or I want better sound quality, I'll put, put those in. And they're like, say they're two little buds that fit in your ear. There's no wire that connects them. They're not too bad. Um, you know, they're okay, and I keep them around because it's uh, – I get, got a little carrying case and keep them charged up, and uh, I keep them around. But, uh, yeah, I I think for most of my listening, I'll stick with the bone conduction, but I keep something around if I want better quality stuff. But, um, yeah, otherwise, I mean, uh, looking at Apple's events here, you know, I don't know if they're going to have a oh, an oh-by-the-way moment, but I don't know what it would be. Um Maybe an improvement to the uh, SE, uh, iPhone SE. Um, I don't know what they would, because that's their low-end phone. I don't know what they do to improve it. But um, And see, did I... Oh, I was looking here to see... Um, saw something about uh, Bluetooth 5, which would be kind of nice, because I do have 
a couple things that use it, and it does seem to work a lot quicker and better, but uh, I don't know. Um, I guess we'll just have to see what Apple, although, like I say, at this point, we pretty much know, and I'm sure that, like you said, they're going to concentrate on the iOS 12 features that uh, they're uh, coming out with, and when... Or have they? I it's not bad. I haven't even paid attention. Have they released a new Mac operating system yet? Was it high? No, we're on high. Series. Just the we're, yeah, they're going to do Mojave. Mojave, and yeah, they're on the betas right now. Okay, and um, which means I should probably like I don't know update the High Sierra first. I haven't done that. You don't have to. You can go oh, right from wherever right, you're on to true. Mojave. I don't think I'm going to be updating right away. My I had such a horrible experience with High Sierra that just foobarred my pictures and a couple other things that I'm finding along the way that the only reason why I wanted to jump on Mojave is to do FaceTime recording so that maybe right. we can get off of Skype sure. and do FaceTime. Well, they're putting that off a little bit. Right. So until such time that they update FaceTime for FaceTime recording for more than one, you know, more than just the two people, I'm sticking with high Sierra. Yeah. And, after the problems you had and that Kevin had, and I've never had any problems updating. Maybe I should have just taken the plunge and did it. But I was just kind of reluctant. And there's just like, uh, well, I'm a little lazy, too, because I should do, if I'm going to do this, I should, like, make a carbon copy backup and, you know, have backups in place so if something goes crappy. And I've got my important stuff, files and music and pictures stored on a second drive because this Mac Mini I have, I've got an SSD to operate off of and i got an internal uh, spinning hard drive for to store stuff on. So as long as the spinning drive doesn't get touched, um, if I something was to happen to the operating hard drive, I just have to reinstall hard uh, software, which would be a pain in the butt. Pain, because yes. then you have to do all your codes, yes. you know, all your licenses and Right. So, um, but yeah, I suppose maybe I'll just wait until they come out with Mojave and throw myself on that sword and see what kind of fun times Apple will have for me. But I don't know. We'll just play it by ear and see what happens, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Just wait and see. Well, and then, um, so, you know, I, we don't have much of uh, um, any other topics. We kind of, you know, that was kind of what we had for today. I'm kind of like tapped out but um so i think what we'll do is uh we'll jump to our picks that we had so this time around we had a range of a thousand to two thousand dollars and so uh lisa i i can see what you have here but uh uh tell me more about it i think i i, I it looks intriguing there might be a guy in australia i think that might find this <laughs> intriguing so hmm who could that be huh. so as everyone knows i'm big into music. Of course, as I said, I was in Florida and I found a concert to go to. So that was what we did one night. Went to see The Fix from the 80s. If you remember the band The Fix, we were there. Um, the only bad thing about that concert is there was a group of eight people that was sitting four people next to my husband and then four in front of them that did not shut up the entire night. And they talked in a loud voice. Even the people behind them were going, shh, shh. That's why you didn't take matter. So I take a stun gun with you to the concert. <laughs> oh, they were. That's you know that was the funny thing too. On a little side note, they had security. This was a very small theater; it only held seven hundred fifty people. It used to be a very old-fashioned movie house, hmm. and I have never been through security like I've been through there. 
I've gone to concerts at City Field where they have 45,000 people and I didn't have security like this small place. I mean, I usually bring, you know, uh, a crossbody pocketbook that just has minimal stuff in it. Usually they just kind of feel on the outside or they'll open up one zippered pouch and they'll go, okay, this one opened every pouch. I have two sets of glasses. I have um, my eyeglasses and my sunglasses opened up both glasses case to look at them, pulled the glasses out to make sure they really were glasses. Just like, wow. I mean, I had nothing to hide. So like, have at it. But still, it was like, wow. What was their policy on taking like phones in? You could take your phone in, but you could not use them. Okay. One person near me was because I'm looking at we're sitting in the balcony and I'm looking down. I'm thinking, wow, no one's taking pictures. Usually when you're at a concert, you see pictures and the cameras are out and pictures mm-hmm. and videos and whatnot. Someone near me was taking a video and all of a sudden there was a flashlight <laughs> from one of the ushers and she's going, stop that. Put that down. I'm like, wasn't me. <laughs> you know, I took like three or four pictures and that was that. I didn't right. take any videos. Right. Like, wow. Now, I don't know if it's their policy or if it was the fix said they didn't want it. I, I really don't know. Sure. Uh, and because I happened to notice when we were at the fair yesterday, we walked by the grandstand and, uh, and I had an opportunity. And I didn't take it. I could have gotten tickets to go see Foreigner and Night Ranger, but I just didn't. It wasn't going to work out for us, I didn't think. But uh, I, too as bad. We, yeah, and as we walked by, but we did see that they said, you know, no. Um, I don't know if they were barring phones, but you know, no videos, no pictures, uh, things like that. So again, I, you know, if it's the band policy or the uh, grandstand policy, maybe it might be the grandstand. Just uh, yeah, it could be because I saw Foreigner earlier this year, and there were plenty of pictures, plenty of videos taken by everybody. Okay, including including me. So right. I don't know. So yeah. anyway, my pick is called the Sonos Vinyl Pro Set. It is right now $1,249. If you bought the pieces separately, it would be $1,357, so about $100 savings. And it's supposed to be available on September 10th, so about another week. And it has um, up two Play 5 speakers and a turntable. Wow. And you can add to this. It has other product suggestions where you can mount the speakers on the wall or you can have a floor stand for your speakers. You can uh, spend some more money and get a separate piece that will uh, up the bass. Hmm. So it says you can play your vinyl collection and stream all your favorite online content. So you can either use these speakers to listen to your records or you can use them to listen to streaming music services. Now, I have a play. No, I have a. I have a play. I think it's just called Play or Play One or something like that. It's an older one. It's the pre-Alexa that ran. Well, I got it on sale for $149. It's usually $199. And I use that for streaming services. Okay. Yeah, and with the Sonos stuff now, they're the ones that you can add more speakers, network them around your house, right? Yes. Yep. So you can turn it on and you can listen. So if you're listening to Pandora in your living room and in your bathroom and in your basement and you know in the kids bedroom all around the house we don't do that because uh, you, you can also do that with your echoes your amazon right. echoes you can have those all together mm-hmm. i don't do that i have one sonos and i have it in the family room so i can listen to in there and if i go out into the deck i can still hear it because it's right next to the door so yeah. if i'm on the deck i can listen to it too but you know it's got the pandora and apple and google music and mlb and amazon and spotify so it's got plenty of options as far as your streaming services go, and then you just uh, control it with your phone. 
Yep. And I guess the big feature about this one is is that it's vinyl. So if you didn't mm-hmm. want to hear your vinyl collection throughout your house, you would be able to network all these speakers and be able to play your vinyl records. Uh, and again, you know, I'm not into that, but like I say, we know a certain you know a guy from down under that's all crazy for vinyl. Uh, well, I do too. I mean, I've got okay. a turntable. Okay. I have an. Uh, I think it's a um, Audio Technica, okay. and I have a Creative Blaster speaker attached to it. Okay. Um, but yeah, like I say, if you're really into this stuff and you really want to hear it throughout the house, not have to run wires and do a bunch of other stuff, this would be you know a good solution. I'm not mocking it, and um, I have at one point I thought about Sonos, but like you said, uh, either with the uh, the Echo stuff or the Google stuff, either one. Um, and we've talked about it before. I kind of like for the whole house music. I kind of like the Google a little bit better than the uh, Echo stuff because Google you can have speakers in multiple groups where Amazon kind of limits you to. Uh, you have to have the speaker in one group. It can't be in any other group. But anyway, and we've talked about that before. But yeah, this is a fine uh, uh, device for anybody that wants to play vinyl throughout their house. But okay, so now for my pick. Uh, before we started, I was outside today working in the backyard, uh, getting our shed that we bought set up and doing some little landscaping around it. And I don't really need this, but we had one once upon a time, and I do kind of miss it once in a while. But it's a rototiller. Um, and I just get nostalgic for things once in a while. Because when we were on the farm, we used to rototill. Uh, my mom used to have a garden out there. She used to raise a lot of vegetables. We did we did a fair amount of rototilling with that thing, so I do kind of miss it. But And the one we had on the farm was a Troy-built rototiller. Well, I think that's like 30 years ago now, I guess. Uh, so they've changed a lot over the years. But uh, this one is similar to the one that we had. It's a 20-inch wide uh, tilling width. Uh, and... Uh, the one that uh, the thing about this one at the time when we bought it made it unique. Your tines rotate backwards, so as you're going forwards, it's rotating backwards. So it does a better job of rototilling because it's like uh, the tines are fighting against the the pull of the uh, rototiller, so it'll dig in and chop up more and you know be a little bit more thorough about it. But like I say, I just I saw this. And I'm kind of and it fits within our price range. This is um, 19.99. Um, is it because it because I clicked on the link and it comes up. This item is currently unavailable. Well, yeah, but if I this go, is two thousand dollars. Yes. Wow. Oh yeah. Wow. Some of that stuff, and that's not the most expensive one. The most expensive one is uh, twenty five hundred, basically. Wow. But yeah, I mean, if you want something good, uh, uh, yeah. And, and I don't know. Once upon a time. They may have gotten away from that, but uh, they had it so that you could uh, put accessories on there, like a chipper. I, I think that this uh, these ones have moved away from that. But, yeah, at one point you could uh, – well, I guess they have their flex system, which I talked about once before, which it's not a rototiller. It's a snowblower and a lawnmower. But um, you could put a blade on this and push stuff with it. and um, But, yeah, that's uh, about the going price for one. And this is – um, I don't know about now, but at the time it was like the Cadillac of the rototillers. It was a good brand, good solid brand, and everything. But uh, yeah, like I say, I saw this and I kind of, it, it's my nostalgic pick. Um, uh, you know, because I'm a farmer, I, and so yeah, I maybe was playing in the dirt today, digging up dirt and you know laying down landscape uh, uh, blocks and everything else. So I think maybe that's what just made me kind of go. 
I do miss the farming once in a while. I do miss playing in the dirt, the rototilling, the, you know, putting your hands into a good, you know, uh, bit of uh, tilled soil and, you know, just feel it in your hands. So um, there's something organic uh, about that, something, uh, well, in my case, kind of instinctive, I guess, because I've come from, I'm probably the last of a long line of farmers here. I don't think any of my children are going to go into farming, so I'm probably the last one here. But, um, so like I say, it's just kind of a, a nostalgic pick for me. But uh, Well, there's gotten good reviews, and a lot of these have, I've had this for since 1979. I've had this oh. for 25 years. Though I'm looking at this one review, he's owned it in 1980, Troy built horse for 38 years, and now there's an oil lake. He's not happy. <laughs> like, wow. If you've owned it and used it for 38 years? Yeah. Oh, they were, they would, uh, they had durability. Now, the one thing I didn't like about ours, they put, uh, and I'm getting into kind of minutia here, but you got Briggs and Stratton gas engines, you got Tecumseh gas engines. And they would, uh, they had Tecumseh engines on them, and they had problems with their carburetor. It kind of drove me crazy. But I think if you got the right engine on there, uh, yeah, they would, otherwise the rototiller itself, we used the crap out of that thing. We hardly had any problems. You had to change the tines, obviously, because they wore out. But yeah, like I said, they kind of have a reputation for being a, you know, a workhorse, uh, well built. Yeah, because yeah, it wasn't unheard of to have people that had them for thirty years or more, and they're they're still going. So you know, try doing that with a lawnmower made today. If you can get a oh, please, yeah, <laughs> yeah, if you get a few years out of one before they crap out, you're doing well. So yeah, it's it, true, and that's probably why you're paying two thousand dollars for one yeah. like this because no, but last. it's worth it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's kind of like buying LL Bean. Mm-hmm. In my mind, you might spend a lot more money, but man, you're going to have that product for a yep. really long time. Yep. So it's you know it's not always the price. Sometimes it's the quality. Yeah. But, but uh, on that note, because I don't know, I guess we've done quality work here once in a while. I'm, you you guys are fine. I stumble into quality once in a while. But um, with that, why don't we uh, you know bring this uh, thing to a close and uh, we'll out- introduce ourselves. So, uh, Elisa, where can people find you? I'm on Twitter at, at @senseidai, and I also have another podcast I do with Suze Gilbert and Vicky Stokes called Three Geeky Ladies with the number three spelled out. Okay, and uh, I can be found on Twitter at DSC Chipman, and I have my about.me page at about.me slash Mike McPeak. That's M-C-P-E-E-K. And if you want to find out more about the show, go to geekiestshowever.com and uh, leave a review for us on iTunes if you would be so inclined because it does help with the podcast getting recognized. But uh, otherwise, uh, between now and next week, don't forget to hug a geek. Hello, everybody. This is Simon Parnell, the host of the Essential Apple Podcast, a show where we aim to take a wander around the week's news in Apple, news, reviews, technology, security, and anything else that catches our eye. Plus, from time to time, we like to have guests from the industry who we get to tell us about their products, their services, their history, their philosophies, what uh, drives them, and of course, just what makes them tick. That, plus a bunch of friends talking about the news in Apple. What more could you possibly want? Check us out on the My Mac Podcasting Network or over at EssentialApple.com 
or now available on Spotify and SoundCloud. Spotify.